and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Red and, Bread and Circuses Podcast. Red and Circuses. I'm secretly going communist on you. Mm, uh, this is Rooster, here with Crow. Hello. Comrade Crow. Comrade Sir. Crow. Yeah. How you doing, Crow? Red and Circuses. It'd be the uh, the mirror universe. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Version. We'd, we'd both have to have goatees. <laughs> and Che Guevara shirts. <laughs> you know. So how you doing? Oh, pretty good. I have a question for you. Sure. Do you support fracking? Um, I, I, I support, I support fracking. I, at one, I did, I do support fracking. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good John Fetterman impression. So boy, everybody is talking about that debate. That guy is, and this is what worries me is, you know, it's one thing for them to say, you know, Whoopi Goldberg gets on the view and says, they're just trying to find a black guy, to, uh, the most el- the most likely black guy to get voted in they can find in Georgia. She's talking about the Republicans, you know, picking Herschel Walker, who everybody says is stupid. He's not stupid. I mean, he's not a brilliant scholar or no. anything, but he's not stupid. Oh, he's not a dummy. Um, but he, uh, you know, he's she's saying, oh, they're just picking up. They're just picking a black man, the easiest black man to get elected. What are you doing with Fetterman? You're basically admitting that this is just a seat, that it doesn't matter, you know, who you put in there as long as he votes the way you want him to. Yeah. Sort of like they view the president. Look, his brain doesn't work. And, and the funny thing is, is they, they asked specifically, are you going to uh, put out your medical records? And he had pretty much the same response for that, too. You know, uh, my doctor, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Doctor, good. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it's it's like, dude. His doctor said he can be served. And then all the all the wench, all the uh, the harpies on the View are like, oh no, he. It's just it's just the fact that he can't uh, process in for um, um, language, but but he can think well. Everything else is fine. Everything's fine. How do you fucking know? Shut the fuck up. Well, Doctor Drew was on uh, Gutfeld, and he was saying he goes, look, I hope for a recovery for him. He yeah. says, but once you have a stroke, no matter who you are, he goes, your brain is damaged. He goes, it's a matter of how much. He goes, but you're not the same. Yeah. He says, it doesn't go back to the way it was. Some people turn out to be, I mean, cognitively, you can't tell a difference. They're fine. But he says, somehow you're going to be impaired. Yeah, somehow, some people, if it's a minor stroke, your brain will do, like, it'll repath or rewire, basically. So it'll skip the parts that were damaged and work just fine. But depending on where it happened and, and how much damage is done, you know, other things are going to happen. You have emotional issues when you have strokes a lot of times. Um, Is that your problem? <laughs> memory issues. No comment. Um, but he he obviously has more going on than just the, what was it called? Aphasia or whatever, the, the language issue they call yeah. it. Camera. Um, he's got more going on because he's afraid to release or he doesn't want or his people don't want to release the the report, the medical report. And the reason is there's more damage than just there's more problems than just uh, the language issue. Yeah. So and but I mean, we, we've already had a taste of this with Biden. I mean, he just he keeps getting worse. Yeah. And 
he we knew early on that there was going to be a problem I, it actually lasted a lot longer than I've expected, to be honest with you. I think they've got some sort of concoction they keep pumping them with, like Adderall and other shit. And they, I mean, people are speculating that that there's some sort of, you know, um, pharmaceutical concoction they keep giving him to in order to make him function, but it's getting less and less effective. Yeah. So. Well, I I don't know if it's even less effective. It just he's he's going downhill. Yeah. So it it'll be kind of interesting. I I did watch. Um, Parts of a lot of the debates uh, that I mean, even people on the Democrat side were saying that the Fetterman one made them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the word a lot of people who commented on the debate said. Rooster, you're just ableist. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, that it's so funny. What um, the hell does ableist mean? It just means that you're uh, you're. It's another way of saying you're a uh, what is it? A handicapophobe or something. It's, so it's if like, I'm a disableist, am I a Pro handicapped person. Yeah, you're, it's a, just another version of white supremacist. <laughs> so, but but it's all about, uh, all about the uh, what's the term they use for the uh, intersectionality. So if you're if you denigrate anybody that has uh, mental or physical disabilities, it's on the same strata as denigrating somebody for their for race. It's like, well, I can I can. I guess denigrate might not be the word, but I can pick apart someone if they have mental impairment and go, I don't think that person should be doing age this job A or B or C. I don't think they should be. I don't think a paraplegic should be a firefighter. Yeah. That's ableist of me. Well, but I believe it. That's probably more of a ridiculous example. But I mean, to degrees, I mean, that's what right. it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, someone with MS shouldn't but be he, a firefighter come on, either. Come on. He's just a senator. It's not like he's flying a plane or something. Well, I think he's more of a potato than he's anything. Just, he's just a senator. I mean, did you yeah. see the guy? Oh, yeah. And that, somebody made some joke about uh, having two necks or something like that. It, yeah. I mean, it, most people I've seen on the right that have been um, talking about this have not been like laughing and laughing and making fun of him. They've been like, this is this is pathetic. This is pathetic what his family and the Democrat Party are doing. Um, and, and you know, I, I'm not going to give him a pass either because he's a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit before uh, the stroke. Fetterman? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. A socialist Marxist piece of shit. Yeah. Let everybody out of jail. Make yep. all drugs legal. Um, so uh, I'm not I don't have, I really honestly don't have sympathy for him, but I don't have sympathy for much. Um, but. Well, the part that bugs me about but him I'm not going to laugh at him. I'm not yeah. going to go look at this fucking retard. I I, I won't do that. Um, I'll, I'll, really? Because that's what you said to me before we started. I'll laugh. I'll laugh at the situation. You know, you got to laugh. At the situation is what we're doing. The the fact that they have him up there against Oz, and I, I'm not a big Doctor Oz fan. No, me neither. Um, but to have him up there against Oz, and just to see that when you laugh, you're not laughing at him. You're laughing. You're laughing you're because it's re- no. You're laughing at how ridiculous it is that the Democrats have put him up and or his family, and he hasn't said, "Hey, I can't do this," and stepped down. That's yeah. what you're. You're laughing at how absurd that is. Yeah, I I think Oz is one of those guys who's running on his celebrity and stuff. Oh, I don't really know. Think of course. So he's not who I'd pick either. He he was he's for he was for um the trans bullshit for kids. He was yes. He absolutely was. And now he's like, now he's hemming and hawing and trying to, you know, trying to walk that back. But he absolutely was for the transing of kids. I'm okay if people change their opinions. Like this whole thing about uh, Herschel Walker. Yeah, if it's and, heartfelt and real, sure. 
Herschel Walker and the abortion thing, if they're saying, hey, you know, he tried to get me to have an abortion. But, hey, if you're a 25-year-old kid, or I say kid, if you're a 25-year-old professional athlete and you have a baby out of wedlock and you're going, oh, my God, you're still yep. probably not processing that well. But he's not that person anymore. And that that's what he, how his answer should have been instead of this obvious bullshit yeah. story that he's telling. He should have said, yeah, I wasn't. I, it was horrible. I feel terrible about it. I've, I've, I'm trying to be a better person. That would have been awesome. People yeah. would have been like, that's great. But no, this whole denial and this like just shady shit, it, it doesn't look good. Yeah. I mean, it's like when you get caught doing something, just fess up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and say I'm a different person now. I I I reject that part of my life. I reject myself back then. I would not if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't do it. That would have been exactly what he needed to say and well, it would have been fine. And it kind of takes away the other side's power over stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I've told my kids the same thing like if I said I thought this was great fatherly advice. I said if you like a girl, go up and talk to her. And if it if it goes down in flames, before your butt and your buddies see it, before they get a chance to go, oh, you know, look terrible there, you just go, there's a great line in a Tom Hanks movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was called Nothing in Common. It had Jackie Gleason in it, and he hits on Celia Ward, who was smoking hot, at a restaurant, and she basically gives him the, who are you, kind of thing, and walks away, and he looks at the Mater D, and he goes, is my nose bleeding? The Mater D goes, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. He goes, because I just got tagged. <laughs> I mean embrace the suck yeah. you know and so what walker should be doing with this is saying assuming it's true that what they're accusing him of happened he should just say yeah it was a bad choice people make bad yeah. choices but i mean i guess he keeps denying it so you can't say for sure that 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 it happened but boy it just that has a little bit to do with the purity testers on the right though yeah. too I mean, yeah. they just they throw people out left and right for all kinds of small transgressions. Now, right. that's not a small one, but that just makes my point even bigger. So I have to say, I appreciate that before we started this, you said, I don't really have anything. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I started off with the obscure fracking thing, and you picked up right where it was. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean I don't watch the news every fucking day. I know. Day. <laughs> I just appreciate that you pay attention. There's too many people who, who don't. I had a friend whose wife heard about the Canadian trucking thing and they were talking about it at work. She works with a bunch of lefties and they're all like, I haven't heard about that. Well, it had been going on for like three months. So she called her husband, my friend and was like, have you heard about this? He goes, yeah, it's been like two months now. Uh, It's been in the news again recently, but I don't know why it's been suppressed quite a bit lately. Well, I think some Australian farmers basically said, Hey, we could just go on strike. You'd all be screwed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. That songbird, if, if anybody heard that in the background. <laughs> so she just wandered into the office here. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just, you know, we didn't know. We just like chit-chatting with mics in our faces and, and headphones on. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, there's this guy I've been, uh, sort of went down a rabbit hole with, uh, Peter Zian, Zihan, Z-I-E-H-A-N. Doesn't sound familiar. Um, lecturer does a lot of stuff about. Um, I, I did the same thing with him that I kind of did with Jordan Peterson. You just or uh, Jonathan Haidt. You see one or two of their videos, and you just it keeps leading you to more and more and more. And he's the one who's talking about all the population collapse. Okay. And he said, you know, it's it's already. He says China has already gone over the edge on this. It's going to happen to them, and they can't stop it. 
So if you get a chance to see his videos on YouTube, they're really good. But um, well, Elon Musk must have been watching his stuff. Well, I, I think they're thinking sort of the same thing. But, you know, Elon Musk will say stuff like we got to worry about population collapse or this this race is going to go out in diapers, you know, eating soft food. Um, Peter Zian walks you through everything and says, here's why it is. And he, he goes back to China and how, you know, when Mao took over, China doesn't really produce any of its own food. It does produce some, but not much. And most of what it produces is like rice, which is very resource intensive. So they they import all their food. And so Mao was like, if we let our people just start having babies like crazy, we're going to eat ourselves out of existence. So they put the one-child policy in, which I think in, he says in 89, they made the two-child policy. But he's like, it's something like 60% of their population is in the older half, like above 40 or above 30 or something. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it really kind of is. And so I was listening to Tim Pool the other night, and they were, they had someone, and they were talking about population collapse. And they said the problem is that, you know, Gen Z might be might be a little bigger than the previous generation, but they said that's kind of the last one because nobody's, like, talking to anybody else. Nobody's, you know, and, and people are having this whole, you know, I don't think I should have kids and bring them in a world like this. Well, who's going to feed you? you and know? there's a, the proliferation of porn. I mean, that, that's a, a motivator for a guy to get a wife and a family. It used to be, okay, at least I'm going to have sex. Yeah, but did, did that, I mean, there's it's not too different paths there i don't know i mean if you if you get too into porn yeah but i mean still i don't know i think there's probably a lot of dudes out there and go what do i i don't need women i just you know i just got my internet connection i'm good <laughs> i did see this guy on it was a couple guys reacting to another guy's video and he comes on the uh, he goes, yep, I'm looking for a husband. And the other two guys in the video, oh, like, I saw oh no. And then he's like, look, he goes, you can have your own bedroom. Yeah. He goes, I'm not gay. You can have your own bedroom. He goes, you can sleep with as many women as you want. He goes, uh, don't get me anything for Christmas. He goes, do you have a boat? I don't know, a boat. Maybe we can get a boat together. And, and all of a sudden the one guy's guy like, like wait, going, a wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, and at Christmas, you can just, he goes, you can get me nothing. Or we can get some beer and just sit down watching TV. And the guy was like, whoa. Yeah. It's all about taxes, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really yeah. was. Although you actually pay more taxes than a married person. so When you're married, you do? When you're married, your taxes go up slightly. What? Yes. I thought I was going to get tax benefits. Nope. You do, but you also start filing jointly. So it tends to push people up into another. <sighs> Yeah. Well, I did not know that. I know. She uh, talked you into it. Mm. There you go. I'll have to reconsider. And she talked to me first. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so he has these great videos. He also talks about how, you know, Russia can't sustain what it's doing because not not the fight in Ukraine, but they just can't. They, they Their have, expansion. Well, he says the agenda. Russian. He goes, the Russian. Ethnic Russians are basically going to disappear. He says you know, this country lives in 20% of its land mass. Um, and they are the largest grain producer in the country, in the world, but they just attacked the fifth largest. And they said, so now the fifth largest one is going to be an importer. He goes for several years, but he starts talking about how it affects the, um, uh, the fertilizer market. He goes, yeah, next year we'll probably have more expensive food and down amounts of crop and supply and everything. He goes, but the problem is we've basically stopped, fertilizer production yeah 
and he starts going through where it comes from, you know, combining natural resources and, or natural gas and potash. And he's basically talking about how these, the different countries that are making it can't get it to each other. So he's like, we're going to have a very drastic drop in the supply of fertilizer soon. And he says, that's what's going to be worrisome. And he says, the United States here, we're going to be fine. He says, we do have a depopulation problem in the U.S. too. It's just not as much as uh, China or even Japan. But he says, Russia's going to have it. Russia's going to have it too. And uh, so, but he says, you know, we can grow enough food here to feed ourselves. But he goes, you're going to have countries that start fighting wars over food, which isn't crazy. You know, yeah. it well, shouldn't be that way. Have you heard about the coming a diesel shortage? Uh, coming? I think we already have Says, a diesel uh, shortage. From Newsweek, how a diesel shortage could cripple the U.S. economy. Uh, diesel supplies in the U.S. are at their lowest level since 2008, raising concerns over the impact this could have in the country's economy. Uh, as of Friday, October 14th, uh, the U.S. had 25.4 days of diesel left in storage, according to data from the Energy Information Administration. Uh, for the past two years, amid pandemic closures and climate pledges promising to invest in more renewable green energies, refineries in the U.S. have significantly reduced their capacity, leading to less diesel production in the country. There, there are so many vehicles that use diesel. Basically everything that brings you stuff. And all the farming equipment. Yeah. So I, that's not good. Well, here's the thing. Where I was watching Tucker the other night, um, and he was saying, yep, we're going to run out of diesel. This country's not going to run out of diesel. Okay, we can we can refine enough. I mean, we may bump along having 20 to 25 days worth of stuff for a while. Probably means we can't go fighting any wars anywhere else. Just keep that in mind, people. Um, but I, for one, in a weird sort of way, kind of welcome this shortage because, you know, look at what the what happened in Texas did to the whole green movement of, mm -hmm. you know, last winter. Mm -hmm. Now there's reasons why that happened that, you know, green energy can dismiss and say, look, it's a one-off kind of thing. And there are reasons that you can say green energy. Did so there's arguments to me made both ways. The point is you didn't have enough reliable fossil fuel yep. and you needed it. You know, well, this is saying this article is saying that, uh, uh, the tight, tight supply is exacerbated by the ban on Russian imports, um, and and U.S. refineries are undergoing seasonal maintenance. So there is a seasonal uh, thing to this. So, but the prices are going to soar this winter. Oh, absolutely. So demand is going to increase too. And yep. they go, the demand for diesel tends to rise when you get closer to the winter because the molecule that makes up diesel is very similar to the molecule that used for heating homes in the U.S. F uh, for winter fuels in Europe. That you use well, I don't. That did, that didn't make sense. That sentence, but uh, they're gonna run short on heating everywhere, oil. not just yeah. here, but in Europe. So the fact that there's demand over there too, it's not just a U.S. thing. It's a it's a global thing. We shouldn't be running out of shit. It shouldn't no. be happening. On the other hand, the days of overabundance might be over, and that might be a good thing. Like overabundance, like going and having like seventeen different versions of the same thing. I think it's okay to have less, a little bit less. Oh yeah, a little bit because I mean, uh, because there's that. What is that called? The uh, decision par paralysis, or what is that? There's a yeah. term for it where, like, when you have just it's just information overload is basically what it is. When you have too many things um, to d to decide, even if they're insignificant or inconsequential, you you end up getting this kind of like brain freeze from it. So 
Well, I, again, I've mentioned him several times today already. Jordan Peterson points out, he goes, you get, and there's a term that he uses for it where you get all these little sort of background decisions you have to make. Like, what am I having for dinner? What am I going to wear? Yeah. You know, do I mow the lawn today kind of thing? And he says, your brain can only handle so many of those before you just have fatigue. And he says, we, we have so many of those due to having social media and so many options and everything that, you know, he says, you don't just go, well, I guess I'm going to kill a chicken for dinner. You know, that kind of thing. You're living on a farm. You eat what you raise. Yeah. Um, when you can go to the store and get all these different types and all that stuff, you, you start saying, gosh, do I do this? What do I do? I mean, there's. Look, I know you haven't been married long, but I'll tell you the worst part of being married is deciding what's for dinner. <laughs> well, that's why I pretty much cook dinner every night now. Yeah. Or, or pick it up. It is the worst thing. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, we're going to run into that. You just, but it, it will have more and more of this decision problem because people have more and more decisions to make because they're hyper connected to each other all the time. It, it is funny. I do on my YouTube channels. There's a lot of the prepper stuff mm -hmm. and, uh, a lot of them are all on the same page now. They're really pushing this whole winter's coming. You got to be prepared for the grid going down and, you know, freezing. And they're talking about all the generators and generators aren't going to be great because you got to have gas to power them. So they're all kind of pushing for the solar stuff. But I was looking into it because, you know, I'm, I'm susceptible to good marketing. Yeah. And very susceptible. Yeah, you are. And I'm like, I need to get a generator. I need to get, and I was going to get one of those, uh, the, the ones that do gas and propane. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, you can run out of both. So I'm going solar, but you know, solar is like three times as much if you want the same output, basically. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have the huge battery for that. And uh, it costs like three times as much as the, as the gas generator. So, but the benefit of that is when the shit hits the fan and the mobs are looking for, you know, people with the goods that they need. If you hear, if somebody hears a generator running, they're coming for you. So you can at least have the uh, the solar one in your house and and the panels are up high enough people can't see them but you know i'm worried yeah not really <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried so much as like i'm susceptible to all the bullshit and yeah i'm like i'm starting to go well maybe i do need this well and, we have um, you know but i'm still not like freaking out about it in our house we have a natural gas fireplace so we just we turn that on that heats the house up pretty well we generally don't even turn our furnace on until like early december yeah because there's, you know, we have a three-level house upstairs, downstairs, and like the the basement, and um, we don't uh, we don't really go down in the basement that much. Now there's one down there too, but you know when you're not running your furnace, you just run that that natural gas fireplace keeps it pretty warm. I've got a heating pad on my my dog's bed, the the big dog, the ninety pound dog. Mm -hmm. Um, a heating pad that's been running nonstop, just plugged in. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I haven't even seen the bill for that yet. I wonder. Probably isn't. High. I hope not. <laughs> I'm hoping it's okay. <laughs> we had, uh, in our neighborhood, we told people, you know, start leaving your outside lights on with the, you know, just more crime and stuff. And they're like, well, you know, it gets real expensive. Not it does really. not. Not with the LEDs. If you've got LED lights and you've got four or five porch lights on. No problem. You spend about 15 bucks a year. Yep. People are stupid like that. I'll tell you what, let's uh, do some would you rathers. Okay. Since it's been a while. Uh, would you rather be in business with the Godfather or Scarface? Godfather. And why is that? Because Scarface was like unhinged, whereas the Godfather is just, it's all, it's, all, it's all business, nothing personal. Yeah, and they don't go after the kids and the women. and Yeah. I don't know. I, think, I feel like 
And he was, and, and Scarface was hooked on the yayo. I feel like he would just show up one day and murder you. Yeah, he was he was hopped up on coke. Whereas the Godfather would like you know break your fingers or something, just you know yeah. something like that. He it would I would feel a lot safer to get like I'd feel like he had a code of ethics, you yep. know. Okay, uh, would you rather always make a bad first impression or never leave a lasting impression? Uh, I'm not sure I understand that question. I think I would. I think I'd rather always make a bad first impression. Well, couldn't that be your lasting impression? For some people, it would be yeah, probably <laughs> if you have a very short interaction with them. But uh, yeah, I think a bad first impression is pretty hard to get over, but you can get over it. Yeah. I mean, not having a lasting impression would be tough. Yeah. All right. This is a good one. I know what you're going to say, too. Would you rather be enemies with the Punisher or Robin Hood? <laughs> I'd rather be enemies with Robin Hood. Yeah. Of course. He's just going to annoy you. Yeah, he's not going to shoot you. Well, he, he might. No. Might take out some of your henchmen once in a while. Yeah, if, if you're coming at him like with an army or with a with a bunch of uh uh what 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 they what what they call the um the merry men? No, the the town guard. Is that what it is? The town watch? Town watch. Whoever whoever um what's the what the hell? I'm forgetting the name of the uh of his uh, arch enemy. Robin Hood. Oh, the uh, sheriff of Nottingham. The sheriff, well, the no, sheriff of Nottingham was wasn't it? it? Nottingham was his enemy, but uh, it was more the the king. Well, the in the the cartoon, it was yeah, the sheriff yeah. of Nottingham. Um, but his his men would probably end up getting killed. Yeah, but I don't think he'd just come and just take you out. But he'd always give you like a good little story. Yeah, you know, no Punisher, especially yeah Punisher. You don't want to be an enemy of. I mean, look. Wait, I just recently watched Daredevil again with, when the Punisher showed up, and yeah, you don't you don't want him to be. Let's just put you. it this way: in Robin Hood, uh, Men in Tights, it was Carrie Elwes. That's who Robin Hood's going to be. Yeah, you know, from the Princess Bride. Uh, not not uh, John Bernthal. John Bur- Yeah, I mean, John Bernthal playing Frank Castle is isn't it Castle? Yeah, yeah, that's. He's going to kill everybody in the room. Yeah, I just watched it again recently, and I had. Uh, um, uh, songbird watching it with me but the only reason she wanted to watch is because i said in a, a few episodes in there's a scene with with daredevil and with punisher and i get i get teared up i get i, I you know i admit i shed some tears on that and i said it more than once i watched it a couple times she goes okay i'll watch it with you and i'm like okay so she basically just watched the whole thing just for that scene and, and then, then afterward and i've seen it so many times that this time i didn't i just got kind of like you know the, the tears started to well but they didn't fall and he was because I'm desensitized at this point by it. And she was just staring at me. She's like, was that the scene? I go, yeah. She goes, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> and then when she said that, you cried. Yes. Uh, yes. And so we didn't continue after that because that's the only reason she watched, to see me cry. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good would you rather because uh, would you rather have insomnia or amnesia for a month? Insomnia? For a month? Yeah. Oh, if it, depending on how bad the insomnia was, you could you could go insane. For a month? Well, it doesn't mean you can't sleep. Yeah, if, if you can sleep enough where you're not going to go insane, like the Russian sleep experiment, if you heard about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, and what was the other one? Or amnesia. For a month. Yeah, for a month. I don't know. Amnesia for a month might be kind of fun. Uh, honestly, anybody who's had kids, like babies and stuff, you feel like you've had insomnia for, not because you can't sleep, just because they won't let you sleep. Yeah. For the first couple months, you know, yeah. It, it I, I think I think I'd rather have an amnesia, I guess, for a month. 
That'd be kind of cool. You might uh, re- refocus on the things that are important in your life after that. Um, give up donuts or pizza forever. Donuts. Yeah. Right? I, donuts I are great. But. I Look, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I love pizza, but I feel like I hit my pizza tip over switch in my life. Hmm. Every once in a while, I'd be like, you know, I could go for pizza. And then my family, my wife and kids are like, let's go get pizza right now. Because well, normally I'm like, eh. Well, I'm more picky about my pizzas now. Like, it's, if it's got a kind of a mediocre crust, I don't want it. You're not picky about pizza. <laughs> you'll put, I will eat it. You'll put Canadian bacon and pineapple right. on a pizza. You are no longer, mm. you are no longer a man of taste. Whatever. No. Uh, would you rather kill in self-defense or kill in revenge? Can I have both? <laughs> Not at the same time. Of course I'd rather kill in, uh, I'm winking, by the way, uh, kill in self-defense. You're always winking. It's just my eyes watering. Yeah, that's it. A lot from uh, the scene. In How Daredevil. about you? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Obviously, legally. Yeah, you'd rather. Because if you kill in self-defense, legally, you might get away with it. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you're going to, but you might. Whereas if you kill in uh, in revenge, you're probably going to get, uh, you know, you're going to get thrown in, in the slammer. I, the only thing that would make me want to kill someone out of revenge was if they did something to my kids. Yeah, I mean. And, and I don't think it would make me feel but, better. And that's the thing. You wouldn't want to have that circumstance that you'd want to kill somebody in revenge. Right. But so. even if, so let's say I did, I still, I don't, I don't know if killing for revenge would make me feel better. No. I mean, it might right then. Yeah. But. It's like a donut. How about torture for revenge? Makes you feel good for a while. No, I don't think I could. I don't think I could torture people. Um, Have rice thrown or doves released at your wedding? Who cares? That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, Become a famous architect or an important astronomer? Famous architect. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, because uh, you actually have lasting, you know, uh, things to, I don't know. Are you? Monuments uh, to you. I, I was going to say one more, but this one's dumb. Do you know who Bobby Flay, Flay or Curtis Stone are? No. Celebrity chefs. It was like, who would you rather? Yeah, I don't uh, care. Who cares? Uh, would you rather be a local news anchor or a national weather forecaster? A uh, local news anchor. National weather forecaster. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just feel like such an idiot if I was that. I would too, but. <laughs> but you'd be well known. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you get to say zany, kooky stuff and nobody holds you accountable for it. That's true. You can be wrong at work all the time and no one says anything. Yeah. I think you've you've, uh, persuaded me. I think I'd rather do that too. Okay. Well, I changed my mind. I'd rather be a news anchor. No. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So I haven't hit my Elon Musk quotient. Oh. So we got to talk about him buying Twitter because the deal has gone through. He uh, told a terrible dad joke the first day of... uh, So weird. And not even well. He missed the joke. He walked in with a kitchen sink and he said, let that sink in. He should have said, this is the only thing I'm keeping. Yeah. (laughs) You know? uh, That's what I... Initially, when I saw it, I thought, oh, he's making a joke about everything but this kitchen sink. That's what I... Because I didn't hear... I I saw like one of those um, where you're scrolling through videos and you see that like it plays without sound. Mm -hmm. And I saw him walking in. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's doing some sort of uh, out everything with this, uh, but the kitchen sink. Everybody's going. And then all of a sudden I heard the the actual joke, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this guy. Well, he, he is on the spectrum, yeah. so let's give him a little room. But uh, I just think it's funny watching everybody hyperventilate about how they're like, oh, all the, all the advertisers are going to leave. Well, Twitter doesn't make money. It never has. And that's why I tried to pull out. Yeah. 
because he realized how many <laughs> look, fake look, accounts there that were. That guy's got nine kids. He does not pull out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he realized what, that it was a lot worse than he imagined, I think. Well, and it might have been a tactic of his too. Who knows? I mean, I, I love when people on the left are like, oh, that guy's so stupid. Really? The the richest guy on yeah. the planet is stupid? Yeah, he's, he's pretty clever. You don't you don't stumble into two hundred billion dollars, you know. You got to have some ideas. Well, Kanye, he's uh, he's suffering. His his billions are kind of flying away from him. Yeah, but I don't know if he had any real money. Yeah, that's true. He always struck me as one of those guys who could be worth a billion dollars but not have any money in his pocket. Yeah, I don't think he cares though. No, I don't either. Mostly because I think he's crazy. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I don't think he's crazy insane but I think he's got significant uh, emotional issues. Oh, yeah. So, Well, I'm going to be curious to see what happens with Twitter now, although I did. I just loved the uh, delicious karmic revenge of uh, what's-her-name, Vajaya or whatever. JJ or whatever. Yeah. Being fired. Like if yeah. she was the one who was in charge of who they banned. Yeah, and then you hear that she was tearing up and all. You're like, you hope so. You just hope that's true, that she was like crying about it. Well, I would rather see someone cry in revenge than self-defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would feel better about that. But then uh, what's his name? The Jack Dorsey, nothing. He's gone. He I, has nothing to say. Does He doesn't want anything to do with any of this at this point. I think he was checked out a while yeah. ago. Yep. I mean, there was that, there was that moment in uh, when they had Tim Pool on Rogan's podcast and they had her and Jack Dorsey. And Rogan was saying the story behind that was he had Dorsey on, and everybody was like, you didn't go after him like you should have. And he was like, okay, well, I'll bring him back. But he had had Tim on in the meantime, and he said, hey, do you want to sit down on this? And we, and there were times that Tim was just like going, well, what about when you ban this person? And, you know, you told this person you can't say uh, learn to code and, and blah, blah, blah. And they asked Jack about it, and he goes, uh, yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> He's like, Vajaya, and she looks at him like, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah. So, what, but she's the one doing all the damage. Yeah. I think he, she's, I, a, she's a true believer. She she's a very, you can tell she's just, she hook, line and sinker, a leftist uh, dogma. But I think Dorsey is a true believer in a different way, in an absolutely very smart, incredibly naive way. Like he thought he would make this thing and nobody would use it poorly. You know, like this no. would be this great gift to mankind. And in the end, it really was. Yeah, but it's not Stupid. about the users' experience. It's about the ones that are in control of the the people working for Twitter. And then you see these videos of these the videos of them. My day at Twitter, and they're walking around and I stop off foosball with a, I stop off with a with a mocha choco frappe bullshit. And then uh, you know whatever. And then they go. And then I go and and have the uh, a meditation. And then um, video game video games. And then this and that. And then uh, at the end of the and then I might have a meeting. And then um, this and that. And at the end of the day, they have wine on tap. And then we go on the roof and we play bocce ball. Did you see what uh, Musk said about meetings? He goes, please, if you're in a meeting at one of my companies and we've reached a point where you've shared what you need to share and nothing else is relevant in the meeting, go away. Just leave. Matt Walsh said something great. I mean, he was talking about, it was funny. He was talking about, he's talking about the video where this person posting goes, they don't do anything. And he goes, he goes, I would never have, as a matter, no, I would have all that in my business. And as soon as I saw somebody take advantage of any of it, they'd be fired. It'd be a good litmus test. <laughs> well, it's true though. I think most people 
fill their eight-hour day with about two and a half hours of work. Yeah. I mean, schools being shut down absolutely showed that. Yeah. I mean, my kids, when they were home, they were getting their work done in like two hours. Yeah. Just bang, done. And I'm like, God, how much time do these kids waste in school mm -hmm. because no one is teaching them anything? Yep. And we're seeing the fallout from that. I mean, kids got dumber. They yeah. just, they just yes. did. Yeah. So. Did you hear, uh, speaking of the shutdowns, there was another scientific study or paper that came out that basically said that there, the statistic, the odds are that the virus was lab made. I mean, it's like, it's like a astronomical. Well, the guy who odds. used to be at the, not, was he at the CDC red main or whatever said? Yeah. I just, I don't see any way how we can yeah, there, say this there, wasn't man-made. There's one aspect and I can't remember what it was, um, how they're, how they, when you do a man-made virus or when you manipulate a man-made virus, there's different indicators based on where they clip in the DNA strands or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're more regular. And where, where whereas with a non-man-made, it's more sporadic. And they go, but that alone wouldn't necessarily make me go, okay, about $250 billion to one that it's, but there was something else, and I can't remember, there was something else in conjunction with it. They go, there's two things together that makes it astronomical. Like, well, they didn't see an animal host. Yeah, and so what pisses me off now is there's still fuckers out there that are arguing, saying that it was absolutely it was absolutely the wet market, absolutely. I just saw today some fucker went on on and on fighting with three three people about it was a wet market. It wasn't. You guys are full of conspiracy theory bullshit. And he's like posting all this stuff that nobody's gonna read. Obviously, posting all this stuff saying it was the Wuhan, it was a wet market, and everybody else is like, "Are you fucking retarded?" Well, even in I think I mentioned this before on a previous podcast the the radio ads I hear now say, what did most people who died from COVID have in common? They were over 50 and they had a pre-existing condition. So people go out and get your shots. You know, if you're over 50, you need a shot. I mean, they're just flat out saying, if you're under 50, don't worry about it, which is what everybody said all along. And Fauci even, you know, when he came out and said, I never said shut down schools in, in the strictest possible sense Yes, he did not say that, but he basically said, we've got it. It was a quote. He said, we've got to do whatever we can. And sometimes those means are draconian, Yeah. but he's, he can honestly say, I never said shut down all the schools. He can say, I said things like it sh shutting them down would be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, whatever. it's, but he said, uh, so. Uh, someone had said, you know, this isn't dangerous to kids. And he goes, it absolutely is dangerous to kids because we've had 1,500 kids worldwide die of this thing. Like 1,500 kids? It killed a million people yeah. or 2 million or whatever it was. And you're saying 1,500? There's more kids who die in car accidents in a year than that. I still wonder if these sanctimonious fuckers that were talking about, you're going to kill my grandmother. You're going to kill me. If you don't mask and you don't vaccinate, you're going to kill. And then you've come to find out you're full of absolute shit. That's not true. doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or not vaxxed, masked or not masked. It spreads just the same. Um, I wonder if these fuckers are still sanctimonious about it. I think they probably are a lot of them. They still believe the, the hype or they, they've just decided that they're just going to dig in with that. You know what you should do? Like go go to the doctor and get the shot, and while you're getting it, do uh, like a TikTok recording and say, "I'm still gonna kill your grandmother," because <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like all these fuckers that uh, 
I mean, there's more and more of these fuckers coming out that say, I'm an example. I'm getting all these boosters and boosters and I'm getting shots and, you know, let me be an example. Um, and one guy just recently said he had COVID, but he's going to get the booster anyway, another booster anyway, because he's just going to live the truth. And, uh, and he's going to, he's going to, he's, he's going to be, uh, he didn't say sanctimonious, but he's going to be, uh, what's the word? Um, Virtue signaler. Virtue. He's, he's, he used a different term for it, but he's, he's, I'm going to live, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is basically. And I keep saying that this and that, and even though I've got COVID and I'm going to, I'm going to go get the booster. Guess what? Died a heart attack. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. There's, I can't remember the guy's name, but there's been a few of these like high profile guys that have been talking all kinds of shit about it. Um, check marks, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, one was an older, like a 50 something, 60 year old, like bodybuilder guy. And he was like, hey, I'm, I'm taking the vaccines. I got all the, the boosters and stuff. And let me be an example. Like, if I fucking die from this, then okay, whatever. But uh, let me be an example all you fucktards out there. And Keel's over dead from a heart attack. <laughs> There's a couple of those recently. Uh, so, yeah. I. But even if you say that on, now on Twitter, even um, unexplained deaths or whatever. They're, they're banning people from even saying that now. Well, I was down visiting my father-in-law because he had a um, he had a rather uh, momentous birthday. He turned 80. So went down there and his wife is just a, I mean, he's a liberal, but his wife is like one of these. If it says, if they say it on MSNBC, it's true. You know, you don't have to fact check. It's true. You know, um, and she's the, oh, they're conspiracy theorists, Nazis kind of things. And um I pointed out to her, she said, yeah, I'm thinking of going to get my next shot here soon because I, you know, I'm, I'm doing, and I, I had had it with her in the time we were there. And so I knew bringing up politics wasn't a good thing, but I finally just snapped and went, you know, they don't work, right? And she's like, what? And I told her the uh, woman small or whatever that the who testified in front of the European parliament where the Danish lawmaker was Yeah, the like, one that admitted that they yeah, never even tested for it. Said, you know, show us the evidence where he tested for it. And we they were like, we didn't, didn't we had to, him. we had to work at the speed, speed of, of science, science. <laughs> and we <laughs> had to do it. We had to do it at risk. Oh my God. These fuckers. I hate these, these, these phrases. Yeah. And she, so I tell her that and she has this look on her face. She goes, what? And I said, that yeah, can't be true. That's not true. What are you crazy? You know, that sort of that's QAnon over the top kind of, are yeah. you stupid? Kind of look like what? That's Fox news propaganda. So I said, well, I can pull up the video for you right here. She goes, I'll, I'll have to look into it myself. And I said, I can pull it up for you right here. Take two seconds. I said, the guy that the Danish lawmaker who he has it posted, you can see him ask her and her response. She goes, no, I can find it myself. You know what she wants to do? She doesn't want to see the truth. She wants to see how to, right. how to spin it, how, right. who spins it so that she can come back and say, well, this is, this is not, this is. This is not what you see is not what you saw. She's what gonna, your eyes showed you and your ears heard, that's not what you heard. She's going to do what Pfizer did. Pfizer's going to go, just because we didn't test for yeah. it doesn't mean it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, she wants to find the response that will justify her position. Well, as I posted on the Bread and Circus's Facebook page the other day, Rachel Walensky, Dr. Rachel Walensky, head of the CDC, has COVID. I mean... And by Rachel Walensky, we mean the... Uh, the the trans is that the trans doctor no that's the guy from pennsylvania oh that's levine yeah rachel levine okay rachel walensky is the head of the cdc okay, you've got seen it. her the got short it. dark hair yep. yeah i got him confused. who reads ter- reads poorly off a, off yep. a teleprompter um and she's 
she's like, she gets COVID. I'm guessing when you're the head of the CDC, you're probably up on your shots. Yeah. And she still got it. Yeah. It's it's not at this point. Don't even. If, oh, even New York is reinstating people that they fired for not getting vaccinated and well, with back pay. Not all of them. You but, know why? Because the courts are telling them they have to. Because yeah, eventually they're going to have to anyway. Yeah. And so the longer they go without doing it, the more it's going to hurt when they have to bring them back and give them all the back pay. Um, I think we're coming up on yep. time here, but I do want to get one more thing. I referenced reading poorly off a teleprompter. Did you see Hillary Clinton the other day? Was that when she was the the when she was talking about the what's the term she used? The incorrigibles? No, the the uh, indivisibles. Indivisibles. God, that's so cringy. I mean, it made me cringe hearing. You talk that. about a woman who can't stand being out of the spotlight. Yeah. Take your millions. Election denier, by the way. Well, take your millions and shut the fuck up. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's reading off the teleprompter poorly. First of all, she's got the t- camera too close, the teleprompter too high. Yeah, so you can, you see. can just see her eyes yeah. moving left to right and back. Um, and she's talking about, and she's doing that. Oh, you know, Hey, uh, Hey friends, you know, we know these people are bad people. She basically is coming out and saying, I never denied the election before, but they're going to do it. They're going to steal it. They're going to do it now. Yeah. It's you know, just ridiculous. Trump stole it, but he did, but, uh, Trump stole it from me, but nobody stole it from Trump, and Trump's going to steal it again. Yeah, so it's crazy that people are, are buying this shit still. Well, you know, they always say that, you know, the United States is never going to have a uh, um, a female president, but I'll tell you what, I'll vote for Kari Lake. Yeah. She, she had this, and I know you and I talked about this on the phone uh, briefly the other day. She got called an election denier by someone in the press, and she was ready and she tells her the best part was not that she said, oh, Hillary Clinton said it because so, they'll just blow that off. But she had her one of her assistants on her campaign come over and he hands her the stack of papers and she just goes, um, hey, Jason or whatever his name. How old are you? He goes, 20. She said, are you a journalist? No. He's like, OK, how long did it take you to find all this? He goes, mm, Half an hour. <laughs> that was the important part. For and you. she's like, he's doing his this 20 year old non journalist doing your job for you. Yeah, she's great. Oh man, she's just like she is the bring it bitch. Yeah, she's she's like the prime. Like right now, it'd be great, like for her to run, and that's why having. I still want Trump to to win just because to rub it in everybody's in their faces. But I, I would rather have someone like Harry Lake or DeSantis as a president right now. Well, Trump said something the other day that finally made me decide it was not time for Trump. I didn't necessarily disagree with his thinking, but I didn't. I really didn't like the way he put it. I found it kind of troubling. Was and I, under, I understand he was saying it for effect. About but the journalists putting him in prison and then, yeah. get, and then having to get a, a, a husband in prison. When they find out they're going to be a husband, then yeah. they'll give up their sources. It's a little rough. Yeah. It was a of, funny line, but it's not the line that you want from Yeah, and I just, I don't want that distraction again. Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. And and I'm with you with that. I That's what I worry about. I think he, I think the older he gets, you know, even if he's not cognitive, like, Biden, obviously, cognitively declining. He, when you get older, you kind of get that I don't give a fuck attitude. And too much of that is not a good thing Yeah, in that position. I mean, there's a, a decent amount of it's good, but there comes a point where it's a tipping point where you go, oh, that's too much. It's, it's too cringe at this point. Well, I've said many times. I, thought, I don't know if he's there. Yeah, I thought he won the election when they said, what would you do about ISIS? And he goes, I'd bomb the shit out of them. And everybody was like, yeah, but 
now I think he would go on and be like, can you believe those ragtop motherfucking camel jockeys? Yeah. And you just and like, like, oh, shit. Too much. Yeah. Um, I think he's just buying into the hype way too much. I really want to see him tap somebody. Yeah. And back up. Well, on that note, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, what do they need to do? Uh, I did want to say real quickly oh. that uh, the former prime minister in uh, Britain didn't turn out to be much of a fighter, did she? No. She's no Margaret Thatcher. No. So no. Uh, 44 days is a record. <laughs> They're um, coming out with a book about her, though. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of sure, regretting that. I'm sure that guy's <laughs> I'm regretting pissed. publishing that. Um, anyway, if you want to get a hold of us, best place is Facebook Bread and Circuses Podcast. That's the place to give us topic ideas, like, share, interact with us, all that. See you, bye.